Hi guys. Today we're going to talk about what it means to really love yourself, what energy is, and why it would matter to you. First I want to start with saying there are veils that were put between you and spirit, source, God, whatever you want to call it, and veils that were put between you and I, but they are subtle veils. Some of those veils we're simply programming to try to convince you that the veil was there. Other veils were put there that actually did help you to detach on some level. If you want the veils to lift, if you want to be completely connected to spirit again, you have to love yourself. You have to understand that you're an energetic being. You're a living, breathing, walking, wireless, biological device, a transmitter and a receiver. You have to understand that. And then the veils are no longer there. Everything will come with ease, except maybe learning to control the amount of information that will be coming in. Because with anything, we have to understand how to control it. How to deal with it. How to write it out. Whatever the circumstance might be. So to love yourself is to think for yourself. To love yourself is to break free of the programming. How do you do that? Well, society teaches us a whole lot of different ways to not honor ourselves. Simple reactions that the, the body would naturally do anybody, whether it's a human body or an animal's body, burping, farting, indigestion, crying, having to have a bowel movement, having to go pee, lots of things that are just normal things that have to happen that are just basic functions. We're taught that it's bad behavior or bad manners. Yes, I feel like we should be discreet in our farting and burping, but we shouldn't be embarrassed if it's happened. We shouldn't feel less than because of it. And that's the problem that I have with society's um, way of viewing it, their perspective. We shouldn't ever feel less than because of someone else. If we're feeling less than, it should be because our own conscience is telling us there is a place we could improve. Okay? We're not taught to love ourselves first. We're taught that that's egotistical, that's selfish. 
We're taught not to have pride in our accomplishments. And yet we're supposed to be competitive in order to su survive this world and this society. We're taught that we should just fit in instead of being different. You should embrace your uniqueness. You should want to be individual and separate in that sense. That's what makes you special. So if you fit in, you're normal, right? You're average. You're like the rest. That's the way they want all of us to be. Rather than to be our own unique, special self that we embrace. And if we embrace ourselves, then we in turn teach others how to embrace us. We have clear boundaries that we don't budge on. We teach them how they can treat us. And if we're truly learning to love ourselves, then we are also learning how to truly love others with the same type of compassion balanced for both. We often tend to forgive others quicker than we would forgive ourselves. We give others more compassion than we would give to ourselves. That isn't the correct way to do it. You should love yourself as much as you love everyone else. Loving yourself first does not mean loving yourself more than others. It means being fair and balanced to you. We want others to be fair and balanced with us. And yet we're programmed not to do it for ourselves. If you want to break free of the matrix, you have to get rid of that programming. And it starts with you. It starts with the self. Love thyself. We're taught to trust our doctors. We're taught to trust the judicial system, the teachers, the religious leaders. Do any of them teach us to love ourselves? Do any of them really teach us to know ourself? Who taught you that you're a magical, energetic being? Who taught you that you're a creator that can talk directly to God because he is part of you and you're his child? Who taught you that you can heal others and yourself? Who's taught you that the power of your thought and your unlimited potential of imagination can be a manifester and a creator of a beautiful world for yourself and everything else? Who taught you to be empowered? Who taught you to know your God-given abilities, 
which makes them your right. In my journey of homeschooling seven children, my first ones were already affected by society and, and the programming. And I had to learn how to reach them, to teach them, to learn again, to think again for themselves. And how to trust their intuition and to love themselves. I didn't necessarily succeed in that completely. They have the tools. But the message that I could have delivered wasn't as strong as the one I'm giving to you. They were a learning step for me. And I hope in turn that they learn for themselves now or from this how to more love themselves and trust that inner voice and not listen to others. Because We have low self-esteem when others tell us things. And I see that very clearly now. But I also see very clearly now that we have to not allow others to influence how we perceive ourselves. And I'm not perfect. I've made mistakes. I've said harmful words to people. I've crossed some boundaries. But I'm learning from them. And I'm learning how to not let people cross my boundaries anymore as well. And that's how I'm able to teach this to you. We've all had to learn it at some point, on some level, at some time. So I intimately understand exactly how to help you unwire your brain and deprogram at this point. Not just from an intuitive healer's perspective, but from a being having their own journey and experiences perspective. Learning from my own mistakes and those of others so that I can see the ways that we need to correct our thought and really love ourselves first. And then we can go forward truly loving others, truly forgiving them, truly having compassion for them. Because it comes from a space of doing it for ourselves, 
and so we know it intimately. I want you to be excited of the changes that you're about to become for your life. Hear me say that again. I want you to be excited for the changes that you are about to become for your life. As above and so below. If you honor and love yourself, so will others. And if you teach self-love and integrity to yourself, then you also teach it to all who witness it automatically, like a trickle-down effect. You're passing it forward without even trying. simply by loving yourself. Thought is everything. Everything that exists, it exists and it came into existence from thought. <coughs> if you change your thought about you, you change your whole life. If you change your reaction or your behavior or your interaction with yourself and with others, you change your life. Now here's where it gets a little confusing, you see, because you may be thinking, well, I do treat others kindly. I don't have knee-jerk reactions. I'm very kind. I'm very honest. I'm very this. I'm very that with them. Okay. But do you allow them to cross your boundaries? Do you blur the lines of where your boundaries are for others? Do you sacrifice to keep from arguing or to keep from hurting someone else's feelings? and not standing on your truths? Your convictions, your values, your core beliefs, your vibration, and what you sense instinctively within yourself and others matters. It matters. It should always matter to you. That should matter first. Compromise comes after. You need to evaluate the situation clearly. Is this for my higher good? And if not, why? Why is it not for my higher good? Is this a moment where it would be selfish for me to want it for my higher good rather than someone else's? What benefit is there really in doing that? Because if it's just to keep the peace, to keep someone from arguing, that's not always a good thing. Because you teach people 
they can cross your boundaries when you do that. And I understand that that's a little bit of a muddy water area because there are pros and cons to weigh about things. Okay, fine. Fair enough. I'm not telling you to be an ass. I'm not telling you to be heartless to other people. I'm not saying be greedy or stingy. This is not about being egotistical. This is about having a healthy ego. This is about having healthy boundaries and healthy love and healthy pride, which is all about balance. And a lot of times we tip that balance to where our feelings and our opinions and our thoughts are not honored by us. So if you're not going to honor it for yourself, why would you expect anyone else to? Because you're being selfless? Yes, that's probably the way it should be. And perhaps one day it will be. But we still have to learn ourselves and be honest with ourselves. And teach ourselves how to love ourselves again. Then others learn. And hopefully, they learn to love themselves and to honor their differences and their uniqueness and their gifts that may not be the same as yours. And then we honor each other. And Namaste does become an honest, true expression to say with everyone. Because to say Namaste is to say, I honor and see the me in you and the you in me. Because we are all a reflection of each other. If you're being triggered, if they're being triggered, by something that's happening in the situation. That's an opportunity for a growth lesson. That's not conflict. That's not the devil getting in your way and causing lots of bad luck. That's God giving you those tests that you need so that you can grow up and level up. So be honest with yourself. Be really honest about why you react the way you do why your body tenses up in certain situations, why you're triggered when certain things are said. Be honest with you so that you have the opportunity to improve and grow where it is needed. But also be honest with you about where you've already done the work, what you've already been through and learned from and improved upon. Honor that in yourself. Be proud of that and hold firm on it. Don't let anyone sway you any different. Those are clear lines, clear check marks. I did that work. I deserve this credit. Credit. Energy. 
credit and money are energy. They're a current C, right? Thought is energy. You are energy. And you are beautiful. And you are amazing. And yeah, you may have flaws. We all do. If you didn't think you have flaws, that might be your first flaw. We, we are not perfect. And I'm not sitting here telling you to just love yourself like you're perfect and ignore the things that you need to improve. I want you to be honest with you. All the way around honest. Honest in what you've done to put the work in. Honest with still needs work. With what still needs work. Be real. Practice being real with you. Because you can be the most honest person that everyone in the neighborhood knows. And lie to yourself all day long about what's going on. So, as I was saying, it all begins with thought. It all happens because of thought. And it can all change because of thought. If your life feels miserable to you, change your thought. Change your perspective about the way you feel about yourself and your luck and your karma and the way you feel about others. Correct your thought and you correct your life. Improve your thought and you improve your life. And yes, it is that simple. And yes, that's really freaking hard. It's a true mastery to learn to love yourself, to learn to control your thoughts and be mindful. So begin with simply reminding yourself when the negative thoughts come into your mind. I'm not going to think that way about myself anymore. I'm not going to think this way about a situation anymore. How does my body feel in this moment? Where am I tensing up? What do I need to release? What do I need to notice? What do I need to learn from? Where can I go from here to improve things for my highest good and joy? And that of others. Because even staying in a bad relationship and being the one who is forgiving and stays quiet, you're really not benefiting either one of you because you're not being true to you and you're not being true to them. You're not telling them you don't like the way things are and you're not doing anything about it for yourself either. So you're also not being true to you. And you would probably both be better off to step away from each other, even if it's temporary. So you need to have compassion for yourself. You need to have understanding in why you act the way you do, why you feel the way you do, why, the, why you are thinking the way you do. 
And also be patient with yourself because even though it's simple, like I said, it's really hard to control your thoughts and be mindful of them. So be patient with yourself. Take those baby steps. And try to just remember to say your gratitudes every day. Things that you're grateful about yourself. You know, maybe you really like your eyes. Maybe you're really great with math. Maybe you're really good at shooting hoops. Whatever it is that you can think of, that you do, that you're proud of, say you're grateful for it. List your gratitudes. Name them daily. And be mindful of your thoughts. <coughs> Learn to forgive yourself for your mistakes the same way that you forgive other people. Be compassionate and understand that we're all in this journey and we've all had this matrix of programming handed to us on a silver platter from birth. So don't blame yourself and don't blame others for the way your life is going. Just do what you can now in the moment that you're learning to change it. Learn how to take compliments. That's a very important thing to really hear someone trying to give you a compliment. I know firsthand that it's very hard to take a compliment, but I also know firsthand that when I'm handing them out to someone, I really genuinely want them to understand how great I think it is whatever it was they did. So that person that's trying to give you that gift, be open to it, be receptive to it. You know? That's a loving gift, a compliment. So try to remember that the next time someone gives you one. And give yourself compliments. It's okay. Understanding your self-worth is very important in the process of loving yourself. So you have to really hear people when they give you those compliments. You have to really See who you are and give yourself those compliments and be proud of your accomplishments. Be proud of who you are in whatever capacity of growth you've done. Don't focus on the negatives. Don't focus on the flaws. Look for the positives. I think it's such a shame that people can see the negatives so much easier than they see the positives about their self and sometimes even about others. But this programming has went so deep and bombarded us from every aspect of our life, from our food and our air and our medicines and our TV shows and 
religions and educational system, everything, everything has bombarded us with so much negativity. Now we've not only lost our connection with God, we lost our connection with ourselves. Your higher self is always with you. Your guides are always with you. The angels that were sent here with you are always around you. The universe is always listening like a constant video recorder. And yet you don't know. And if you do know, you don't understand just how switched on it really is. Perception, thought, it's everything. It's everything. There is magic all around you. There always was. There's energy all around you and there always was. And it's not just things outside of a human body. It includes the human body. Every busy street you walk down, every busy highway you drive, it's full of electricity. It's full of energy. It's teeming with energetic life. And we just don't perceive it. We just don't have that cord plugged up anymore. It's time to plug it in again. It starts with you. Stand in front of a mirror and truly look at who you are. And set the intention to really start learning to love you first. I want you to be generous with yourself and give yourself permission to have gifts just like you would do for others. Buy yourself something special. Have those yummy chocolates or that delicious donut or that piece of cake or that hot bubble bath while somebody else watches the kids. Go on that dinner date that you've been putting off with your friends. Buy that new pair of shoes. Splurge a little, just a little, and don't feel guilty about it. Really, really lavish in it. Really enjoy every moment of it because you deserve it and you're confident in that. And so there is no swaying.
you need to remind yourself that you deserve to have rewards too. You deserve to have gifts. You deserve to feel like you're enough. And that starts with you. I am enough. I am enough. And I am in love with me. I am proud of me. I embrace me. Practice your mindful thinking and say your gratitudes or your affirmations. And the most important affirmation that you could say, in my opinion, is really quite simple. And I got it from the numbers lady, Glennis McCann. I love her. She's a beautiful soul. Abundance is my divine right. I am healthy, wealthy, and light. Say it with me. Abundance is my divine right. And I am healthy, wealthy, and light. And every time you say it, know that you are divine. Feel the tingles inside from that. And when you say you're healthy, you truly see yourself as healthy and feel the energy and the beauty in that. And when you say the word wealthy, you see yourself as overly abundant in every way possible in the entire world. Love, materialistic things, whatever, you are abundant. And it is not from greed. It is from a place of love because you are God's child and God only wants beautiful things for you. And when you say the word light, you let that beacon of light within you shine. And every single time you say that affirmation again, you let that light get bigger and bigger and bigger. And you just keep letting that little light of yours shine. Because the more you turn that light on, the brighter that beacon gets, the more you love yourself, the more you sit in your power, and the more you can love others and truly do the best for your highest good and theirs. And then, my friend, then you are truly magical. Listen to your gut instincts. Trust your intuition. It's been there all along. Plug that plug all the way into the outlet. Because at this point, it's either dangling loose or it came all the way out. Plug it in. Make sure it's in there tight. Listen to your inner voice. And ask yourself, 
does this does this particular situation serve my highest good? And if your answer is no, start analyzing why and correct it. Be brave enough to express your feelings when that's necessary. Loving you does not make you a bad person. Loving you makes you a more beautiful, energetic being, vibrating at an even higher level. Because you can have 5D right now. This is not a destination we're going to. That's a vibrational level you can change right now. Stand firm on your values and your morals and your beliefs and listen to your inner truth radar of intuition. Be the unconditional love for yourself that you are for others. Tap into your mother goddess that's within you, whether you're a man or a woman. That nurturer, that forgiver, that fixer, that very compassionate one that you are for others. And be that for you. Forgive yourself for your mistakes, your losses, and your failures. And be thankful for them because without those, we would have no gauge to know how to be better. They were the most important lessons. They've made you who you are and can improve, improve upon that even further. Forgive others for their part in your lessons because that's karmic cycle. Find the beauty in the journey. Find the lesson in it, regardless of how horrendous it was. And I can say that to you with 100% assurity that that is the better way, that that is the necessary way to go about looking at things. Perspective is so much and it can take you really far or it can pull you really low. The choice is yours. The choice has always been yours. You just didn't realize it. Focus on the positives in your life. Feel the true thankfulness of everything that you can possibly put on your list of gratitudes. I want you to be proud of you and to tell yourself 
I love me for who I am, flaws and all. And I am thankful for my mistakes and my losses. They were blessings in disguise. Emotion is another thing that society teaches us to be ashamed of. And a lot of people think that if you're going to become spiritual, you have to learn to control your emotions. And yes, you do need to learn to control them to some extent, but you also need to learn to embrace them and listen to them because emotions are twofold. A, emotions are put there as a gauge for you to learn from. And then B, emotions are put there for you to be able to create from. We create from them all the time, but not the way that we want things to be manifested and created because we never understood that they're a lesson. If we listen to our emotions and we learn from them, we can spare ourselves a lot of pain, a lot of heartache, a lot of self-doubt, lack of self-love, and we can move forward using the more positive emotions to manifest the things that are joyful and happy and loving and safe and compassionate and plentiful in every sense of the word. Because it's for our higher good. <coughs> We also release pain through emotion. And so while you're working on self-love and being honest with yourself, I want you to sit with yourself and reflect on the things in your life that you feel pain from, betrayal, let down, whatever the words may be. I don't want to name them all. And then feel that emotion, honor it, and release it and let it go with the understanding that there were lessons in this, either for you or the other per person or people involved. It's all about karmic situations. All of it's about karmic situations. It's about us all learning collectively how to love ourselves and how to love each other. And interestingly enough, we all come here with a huge lesson to learn in self-love. And we were broke up into 12 groups. 
called the zodiac signs. And each of those 12 groups have the same type of blank template lesson to learn in self-love and service to others. And we were given that particular zodiac sign because of the level of soul growth we were already at when we came into this lifetime. It's not about competition. It's not about who's gotten farther or who's further behind. But I will be doing some videos to educate you further on what the lessons are for each zodiac sign in order for you to improve upon yourself in the areas where you lack and to love yourself more in the areas where you are strong. And I want you to keep that in mind and I really hope that all of you are not trying to do cross-watching and watch other people's signs and trying to think about who's better than the other and that kind of nonsense. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Because each one of you are unique within your own zodiac signs and have your own different level of learning and growth to do just with the same blank template type lesson. And I don't want this to be about competition in that way. I want it to be about genuinely being honest with yourself and genuinely appreciating who you are so that you may genuinely love you. So we've covered creating clear boundaries. Respect for yourself, acceptance of yourself, knowing your worth. Um, understanding who you really are and acceptance of that. Because in order for you to improve and grow where necessary and to appreciate and love also where necessary, you have to be honest with yourself in why do I act this way? Why do I feel this way? Why does this keep happening to me? What are my thoughts in those moments, etc.? And truly learn thyself, truly know thyself. Because if you understand yourself, then you don't self-sabotage anymore. You can get out of your own way. That's very, very important. Too many people self-sabotage. So truly learn to know yourself. Study you. Study your reactions. Study your words. Study your mannerisms. Study your likes and dislikes. Learn you. Truly, intimately learn you. Be honest with who you are. Individuality 
competitiveness, pride, ego, are all good things if they're healthy. You have to have a healthy balance of them. You have to forgive yourself. You have to release the past. Traumas and all. Realize that every one of us are in the same boat on some level. All going through the same bullshit. All affected by the chaos. All trying to learn lessons so that our soul can grow. So true forgiveness of the self and true forgiveness of others. Be compassionate with you and them. Practice this thought and this new way of treating yourself daily. Practice it daily. It's not going to happen overnight. It's probably not going to happen completely in a week. And even in a month or a year from now, you may falter. Because the programming is strong. And it's still all around us. So until we change that from within, we can't change it from without. So be mindful in your thoughts and practice them daily. And reward yourself in a healthy balance, a healthy moderation. Give yourself permission to have things. That's the true way to rewire your brain. Think of yourself like a rose. Learn to love even the thorns and then transform them into something that won't and can't hurt you or others. And keep in mind that karma does not rule you. You rule karma. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner you can move forward in abundance. All you have to do is say, my karmic debt is paid in full. I have a clean slate. I start anew. It's automatic Nasara, guys. It's automatic debt forgiveness. But on a quantum level. Now we're going to talk about your energy for a minute. First, I want to just mention energy is all around you, just like magic. I said magic is all around you. Energy is magic, okay? And it's all around you. It's in numbers. It's in words. It's in letters that you write on paper. If you're speaking it, writing it, thinking it, You're bringing it into existence because it has a vibration. Sound is vibration. Our body is vibration. Our emotions are vibration. The water has vibration. The energy coming from the sun and the planet, vibration. 
So to understand energy is to understand that everything is a vibration. And you feel vibrations all around you all day long. But there's so much noise from society that you can't fine tune into them. It's like those old TVs where we had to move the dial back and forth and try to get the channel in just right. We can't get it just quite right because there's too much static. There's too much bullshit. You can heal with energy. You can think with energy. You can create with energy. And you can destroy with energy. The philosopher, excuse me, the hiccups. The philosopher's stone speaks of the alchemical process. And the reason that this is such an important component to the secret society groups is because the true meaning of that is your intent. What is intent? Intent is where you've coupled thought and emotion and focused and imagined an outcome. So you've put action behind it at that point. You've had the thought of the creation. You feel the emotion and the energy of the outcome because you've envisioned the outcome. So if your third eye can visualize what it looks like and your brain can create what it is you're wanting something to be to begin with and your emotions can feel the outcome of it, then you've mastered the Philosopher's Stone. And no, I'm not worried about telling that to the masses. Because unlike the secret societies, I understand another component to that as well. If you're not vibrating at a very high level, then you're not as powerful of a creator. It's a fail-safe. And it's a failsafe that perhaps they know about, but they didn't want anyone else to know about. So that they could feel special and important for being able to create with their lower vibrations. And perhaps that's part of the reason that they've worked so hard to confuse you and bombard you and have all that static and noise around you to keep you separate to keep you unplugged, to keep you from loving yourself even. Because all of that is empowering in and of itself. And the second that you feel empowered, you're a threat to them because your vibrational level just rose.
We know that Earth is a living organism. And we think of it with an altruistic view. We do not view ourselves in an altruistic manner. So flip that perspective and start really seeing yourself as the magical, powerful, creative, energetic being that you are. My favorite quote of Albert Einstein makes so much sense to me now why it was always so important, why it resonated so deeply with me. Because it's exactly what I'm trying to tell you. The quote goes, the intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the logical mind is its faithful servant. Yet we have created a society that honors the servant and has taught us to forget the gift. Your gift to this world is that you are a creator being. And if knowing that doesn't make you love and respect yourself, I don't know what will. Because that's the most incredible thing that we could learn about ourselves is that we have that gift. I see lots of little energy beings in my room and I welcome them. Karmic cycles are ending now. Timeline are collapsing. We're down to two. We're neck and neck. We're doing great. Learning to push the light forward and spread it. We can do even better if we move forward in that energetic love space that comes from within here where we truly love ourselves first. Because you're loving on the outer side of your heart and you should be loving on the inside of your heart. You are no different than any other being on this planet that you care to save and empower or rescue and compliment. You are enough. You are so much more than enough. And it's time you wake up and realize it. Remember who you truly are. Because you really are magical. 
and you are worth so much more than your perspective allows you to see. You have the abilities within you to have dream visions, to heal the sick, to heal the wounded animals, or people, or plants, or the planet. You have the power to deflect and protect the planet from incoming bombardments. You have the power within you to stop the evil. You have the power within you to calm the chaos and push it out as if it never existed and you don't even have to focus on it. All you have to focus on is the love and the light and the emotion that comes from all the wondrous, beautiful, magical things we can create together. But it all starts with loving you. It all starts with knowing you. It all starts with changing your perspective and minding your thoughts and then putting the action behind it to do something about it. You have the ability to Use telekinesis to levitate yourself and items. To speak through telepathy. To be intuitive. You're a creator. There are no limits to who or what you can do and be. All you have to do is keep raising your vibration. In closing, I want to point out that we have tens of thousands of species of birds on this planet, right? But it doesn't matter if those birds are of the same species, whether or not they can understand each other's language. All birds speak bird language. There's only one language. It's the bird language and they all understand it. Much like all cats, regardless of whether it's a tiger, a lion, or it's your Persian or Siamese. They all speak cat. All dogs speak dog. All canines speak dog language, right? Wolves, coyotes, German shepherds, poodles, shih tzus, they all speak the same language. We're humans, we're beings, and we all speak the same language. We were convinced that there were divisions, 
we were convinced that there were barriers. Change your thought and you can change the world. Dare yourself to dream bigger, whatever that means to you. Challenge yourself. Don't limit yourself. Focus your thoughts on what you want and more. <coughs> I want you to feel the shift occur within you. I want you to really feel it. I want you to go backwards in your dreams. I want you to remember the light that you are. Because abundance is your divine right. And you are healthy, wealthy, and light. And this is the Great Awakening. And we collectively are going to let our lights shine and change the world. In order for us to do that successfully, really, truly, completely successfully we have to love ourselves first we have to give ourselves that same fairness and compassion and balance and gratitude and appreciation and rewards that we would give to others much like you need to balance your masculine and your feminine energy within you, you need, to, you need to balance your love and compassion and understanding and truth, truthfulness with yourself as you do for others. And if you're listening to this and you are more of an ego mind, then of course the opposite is for you. You would balance the way that you treat others with the way that you treat yourself rather than balancing yourself with the way that you treat others. Logic is a useful servant, but let's not ever forget the gift that is so precious and sacred ever again. I hope that this resonated with you. I hope that I have assisted you in finding the tools that are necessary to bring in everything 
that can bring your highest good and everything that will in turn bring the highest good for humanity, this planet, this solar system, and this universe. Because this timeline is all-encompassing. It's so much bigger than you know. But you have so much more than you know as well. Remember who you are. Embrace it. Love it. And then sit in your power. And let's do this. Let's do the damn thing. I'm ready. What about you? I think a lot of us are. I'm really charged. This is the night of the 8-8 portal. And I've been stoked and energetic all evening long. And I just came out of a place of feeling very drained for several days. So this is definitely a big energy portal that we're in. I want you to embrace it. I want to utilize it. I want you to utilize it. I want us to move forward with passion in our bellies, confidence in our soul, love in our heart, and clear focus in our mind. Abundance is our divine right, and we are healthy, wealthy, and light. Abundance is our divine right, and we are healthy, wealthy, and light. One more time. Abundance is our divine right. And we are healthy, wealthy, and light. I love all of you so much. And I want you to love yourself too. For now, good night.